Most of the time, we review books that we really like here on The Book Boys. Other times, we review books that stink. And when a book really stinks, we get fussy. So this is a warning that sometimes we'll swear on this podcast, or sometimes the material that we're reviewing will be adult in nature. So keep that in mind as you listen to this week's episode. Ben! Hi! Hi! Uh, uh, how's, uh, how's your last couple of weeks been? Uh, real good. Still uh, plugging away at that exciting new job that I have. Uh, plugging away, that's cute. Yep. Uh, what, what you been plugging away at? Work stuff. That's cute. Spreadsheets and whatnot. <laughs> databases. <laughs> Spreadsheets and databases. Yeah. Uh, that's an exciting life. That's rewarding. Um, got anything fun going on in the future with you? Involving work? Travel? <laughs> <laughs> Traveling for work in a couple months. Yeah, that's fun. There we go. Booked yeah. a trip. Booked a trip yeah. to a, a, a non-disclosed location. New York City. Yeah, yeah. No one's going to follow you out there. What are they going to do? Follow you? Uh, you can probably say what you're going to do. No one's going to come after you. I'm going to Broadway. Broadway. You mentioned this on the Ladies' Fright episode the last time we did this. Yeah, but did you? Did that stay in the show? Or did you it stayed in the show. Okay. Yeah, it's because well, it was exciting. No wonder that was two hours long then. <laughs> <laughs> it was two hours long because we all reviewed horrible stuff that we were reading. Yeah. Uh, so, what are you going to see on Broadway? Hades Town. Uh, musical? I believe so. That sounds like horseshit. Uh, what else are you going to do while you're there? Work? Sweet. Yes. You going to take a walk? Maybe soak in the city a little bit? Probably. Okay, well, that sounds so fun. I'll try. Oh, me? Yeah. How about you? I got a dryer finally. Oh, that's good. Yeah. I've been, it's been, what, six months I've been looking at you in wet clothes all the time? Wet, wet clothes. Yeah. My nipples poking through it. You can see the areolas through the thin fabric, the moistened, wet fabric. I uh, finally spent 300 bucks on a crappy, normal dryer. And uh, I don't have the skills to create the wood thing that goes in your window that you put the dryer vent up to. When you... The dryer vent goes Create out the window. The wood thing, okay. Yeah, you normally make a wood kind of like fake window, like an insert, and then you put the vent up into that. Sure, but yeah. Why didn't you just use the one that you had before? You had a dryer before, didn't you? There was no window in there before. I put a window in, and now I have to take part of the window out and stick a dryer vent in there with a little insert. But I can't make an insert. Where was the dryer venting before? The entire window, but now it's in two parts. One part is removed to stick the dryer vent in. Okay. You understand my my uh, situation. I understand you're not very good at owning a house, I think. Okay. Well, anyways, moving on. Um, so uh, I am good at owning a house because I don't know how to make an insert. So for the time being, I just made a cardboard one and I taped it up in there. Yeah, that, that works. Yeah, I'm sure that's <laughs> fine, especially with the Minnesota winter approaching. Yeah, exactly. I've probably got animals running down around the little, uh, little tube and everything, going right down to my dryer, taking little snuggly naps. Yeah, yes. down in there. But that's what Great. I'm doing. Okay. Until I figure out how to do that. Once I do, Wait. then I'll be a real homeowner. Are you trying to figure out how to do that? Or do you think it's just going to happen? <laughs> just magically, like yeah. uh, like the shoemaker's elves. I just wake up one morning and there's like two little naked guys building a thing for my window. You never heard of the shoemaker's elves? Well, I have. They I were just naked. Think, yeah. <laughs> no, I get it. I, I think that is legitimately your plan at this point, isn't it? That's what you're... Is that your end game here? Oh, you yeah. better check. Oh, no, no. Take Sorry, that. I got a, a yeah. message from what's oh, none from, of your business. 
Then it makes little buzzing sounds. Adorable. Did you hear that thing? Beep, beep. That's adorable. It's none of your business. Uh, so I got a dryer, Ben. And uh, there's a handful of people out there that love the fact that I have spent my entire time getting on social media during my uh, unemployment and everything uh, and complaining about how I don't have a working dryer. They love it. Makes them happy. Especially Wanda from Words uh, and Ideas podcast uh, loves it and is mad now that I own a dryer. So... I have crap friends. Well, at least it's still all, like, jury-rigged in there. I don't know. It's all, yeah. you got the cardboard exhaust. Yeah, maybe gone. that'll still make people happy. Uh, so, hopefully no animals start uh, sleeping in my home because they found a new portal to get into my forbidden zone. But, got a dryer. I mean, would you know the difference? There's so many animals in here in the first place. Like, how would we know if there's more? Well, what do we got? We got flies down here. We got a lot of flies down here. Well, not now, but we did. Uh, mice. Mice. Real big problem with the mice. Yep. Centipedes. I didn't know they're centipedes. Yeah, like those weird long-legged ones that can run yeah, really fast and freak is. you out. I didn't know yeah. you had them down here. Uh, yeah, I've seen a handful. Cool. Um, are you going to get scared now? <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm, just, recording I'm just upstairs. curious what else is down here. Are there roaches <laughs> down here, too? What else you got? No, I don't got roaches. I mean, I've only locusts, ever seen... <laughs> bull weevils. Locusts. Cotton crop Vols. failing down here because of all the invasive pests. I would love it if you're like, hey, Glenn, uh, how are things going? Like, well, I got the family of voles out of my basement recently. I'm feeling pretty good about that. <laughs> well, that's pretty much it for me. I got nothing else to talk about. Work's fine. Uh, life's fine. Other things that are none of your business are doing pretty good. Uh, can you go screw yourself. Uh, nothing else to add. You know, our little intro where we're supposed to talk about our lives used to be long and rambling, and now we have nothing to say. Why is that? Did we get more boring over the last two years? Yeah, did we? I don't know. By your response, I think the answer is yes. Yeah, if I have to think about it, yeah, I guess the answer is yes. Huh. Seems like we have important things going on in our lives. Things we can't talk about because they're none of each other's business. Yeah, my kids. I have kids here all the yeah. time. I should have more stories, but I got nothing. I don't want to hear about your kids. <laughs> you want to hear about my dog? Oh, yeah. How's the dog doing? Yeah, he's fine. Well, it's Where uh, is he? I haven't seen him for a while. How's that guy? He's fine. Is he a good boy? Yeah, he sweats a lot. All right. I don't sweats. like that. Yeah, he's got a glistening coat. I don't know dogs sweat. Yeah, much. they sweat. His withers is all wet all the time. It drives me crazy. Hmm. Should we move on to Backyard Blast Bird Blurbs? Because we have uh, nothing to say to each other since we stopped being friends two years ago. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's what happened. Go on. Well, I'm just waiting for you to cue up that music. Again with this, I'm not going to be able to provide music for you or the guests or anybody else. Like You just have you to always assume. say that, but then I hear it during the episode. How does that happen? Um, the magic of computers. It's how they made dinosaurs show up in Jurassic Park, and Ben, dinosaurs don't exist anymore. It was computers that made that look. Well, no, that they way. do. They didn't for a long time. Then, uh, <laughs> did you watch the movie? There's like they did the DNA with the amber and the insects. That, that cartoon thing really got to you. Like, yeah. I DNA. That's yeah. <laughs> how I work, and you really bought into it. Yeah. All right, let's move on to backyard blast burblur. Go! <laughs> God damn it, do it! You have one job. You announce your mom's segment. <laughs> Gretchen's Backyard Blast Bird Blurb. Yay. 
I'm going to need you to be a little more excited than that. What am I supposed to do? Like a Muppet? Yay! Okay, yeah, <laughs> what do you yeah, want like from that. me? That's, that's better. Since I saw one on my morning walk today, that was very timely. Thanks, Gretchen. Oh, this is like a personal little story yeah, we're getting Yeah, a little uh, window into Gretchen's life here. Wow. We'll talk about the pileated woodpecker. It is our largest woodpecker, the size of a crow. Ooh. I glanced at that. I thought I said cow for a second. Like, I don't think that's right. <laughs> crow. <laughs> Just this giant behemoth, yeah. uh, like breathing heavy. <gasps> and like trying to peck at stuff real slow. <laughs> Woodpecker cheese is a delicacy in many cultures. Woodpecker cheese? No, I'm just going with the cow thing. Oh, this oh. is fun. That was fun. Yeah. Okay, we'll keep going. Anyway, sorry, Gretchen. Back to your thing. Um, <laughs> it is our largest woodpecker, the size of a crow. The name comes from the Latin pileatus, which means wearing a cap, referring to its red crest. No. Oh. They prefer large tracts of woodlands. They drum on hollow tree trunks or branches, or sometimes chimneys, to announce their territory. Oh, it's like a call of domination? Apparently. I never knew that. They excavate oval holes up to several feet long in tree trunks <laughs> looking for insects. Their favorite food is carpenter ants. Oh, look at that. That's cute. The young are fed regurgitated insects. Huh. Woody Woodpecker oh. is modeled after a pileated woodpecker. Oh, a little cap. Sure. Yeah. Now, look at that. Do you think they actually do all the knocking to show dominance and authority over I, that area? I think they're looking for insects. Okay. Uh, but yeah, it says announce their territory. I don't know. Yeah. Is it both? Is it both? They love holes. They I love would, to get those wet wood, holes. What? I have another woodpecker question for you. Okay, go on. What do woodpeckers eat for breakfast? Hold on. You know, the ladies fight people. We're, uh, Maggie is way better at this. I can't think of anything. Hold on. Wood? Beaks? Uh, red caps? I can't come up with anything. Oakmeal. Damn it. Ah. Damn it! Ah! Ah, you got me! Ah! Knock, knock! <laughs> knock, knock! Fuck it, shut up! Knock, knock! <laughs> Who's there? Woodpecker! Wood. Would you. Pecker. Fine, Woodpecker who? Knock, knock! Who's there? That's the joke. It's a Woodpecker, it just keeps knocking. Ah! Uh. <laughs> I actually like that one. Okay. That was pretty good. Yeah. I thanks, enjoyed that. Thanks, one. Gretchen. No, we, thanks, we enjoyed Gretchen. That, that was good. Knock, knock. Another one. Knock, knock. Okay. <laughs> Who's there? Dozen. Doesn't. It sucked that I'm knocking on your door. Dozen. Dozen who? As in 12. Dozen. D O Z E N. Dozen who? Doesn't anyone want to let me in? I was. And you. Cr- Is that it? Are we done? Yes. Thank God. Thank you, Gretchen, as always. Yeah, thank you, Gretchen. That was the best. Well, now on to our next segment. I gotta stop leaning against this chair. It just sounds like I'm farting the entire time. What's up? Uh, New books for teens that slap. Woo, woo! But then why? You gotta... These are not cool teen ways of addressing this segment. I'm in my 40s. I don't know how teens <laughs> communicate. Uh, this week, uh, from Penguin Random House Books, uh, we're going to learn about killer content by Kylie Roche, uh, part of the underlying paperbacks. What series? Uh, category, young teen, adult fiction, blah, 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 blah. Uh, 
About killer content? Sure, let's learn about it. Knives Out means one of us is lying. In this twisty thriller group of famous TikTokers, ooh, begin turning on each other when one member is found dead at their beachfront Malibu mansion. These are rich people problems. 35 million followers, one dead body. The six teenagers who make up the lit layer have it made. Whoa. The what? (laughs) The lit layer, because the layer's lit. Are you sure it's not the hype house? Shut up. It does not say hype house. Are you on uh, whatever it is? I'm on Goodreads. It says hype house. Why does this keep happening? I'm getting it from the publisher, and you keep getting this fucked up version. (laughs) This says lit layer. This says hype house. Well, the, either way, they have it made. Well, you just have to buy the book uh, November 30th. Are you? Out. You're jumping ahead. Uh, so, uh, a beachfront mansion, millions of followers, stunning good looks, and sponsorship deals. Wait, wait. Did it say stunning good looks? Yes. What does yours say? Model good looks. What is going on? I don't know. I swear it's one person. It was like, oh, a new one came out, and I can't wait to fuck with the description <laughs> in small, minor ways that no one will ever notice except for two old men doing a podcast. Uh, sponsorship deals worth more money than they ever dreamed. Yeah, oh, $30,000 per post. It says that? Yeah. Mine doesn't. That's a lot. Someone's just making up lies now in this yeah. post of yours. Oh, they live together making videos about their perfect lives. Except it's not so perfect as one of them turns up dead uh, in the infinity pool when the group of TikTok, the, when the group TikTok account starts posting cryptic messages, the police stop looking outside the house for suspects and start looking straight at them. Everyone in the lit layer, hype house, god damn it, had reasons why their lives would have been easier without Sidney Reynolds. <laughs> Goddamn Sidney Reynolds. We should have never let him into the lit lair. Hype house. Uh, but only one of them killed her. Underlined is a line. Underlined is a line of totally addictive romance. What does that mean? Uh, Underlined is a line of totally addictive romance. I don't know. Thriller and horror titles uh, coming to you fast and furious each month. Enjoy everything you want to read the way you want to read it. Wait, what? Underlined? Oh, underlined paperbacks, this, like, line of story she oh, makes. Gotcha. Oh, gotcha. So okay, so okay. now we're, we're done talking about the story. Now okay. we're just talking about the uh, the line the, of stories. Is everything gotcha. you'd ever want. Uh, great. That was confusing. Well, that comes out uh, November 30th, 2021. You can get it from Amazon, Barnes & Noble. I used to love the name books a million until I went to the website and saw at the very top of the website, I've said this before, just a giant BAM, B-A-M, books a million. Stupid. Lost instant respects for them. Oh, the, the name Books a Million is kind of cute. Makes you think of like a, a wealthy man. Like, I got a lot of books. Come and look at them. Don't, you can't touch them because I'm a wealthy man. These are my books. Uh, no, now she's bam. So that's stupid. Uh, Hudson Booksellers, Indie Bound, Powell's Target, your favorite. Uh, bookshop.org is my favorite. I think that's been well established, but it's still <laughs> worth repeating that. Bookshop.org is on a mission to financially support independent booksellers. Go to bookshop.org slash shop slash nuzzle house and check out uh, Killer Content by Kylie Roche and uh, all the other books. And Walmart! Oh, Christ. Well, with that, why don't we move on to our next segment?
Now we're going to talk about the book, Scrumping, an erotic short story on the consequences of apple thievery by Harry Newhouse. Yes. Uh, background of the book, there's not a whole lot. No. Uh, it's brand new. March 21st, 2020. Uh, no background on the book is what I wrote in my notes. <laughs> Can't find anything about it. Uh, no one's got anything to say about it. I even went to... Uh, Goodreads to see people's reviews. Couldn't find anything. Okay. So should we just uh, maybe start from the beginning and just tell people what scrumping is? Oh, you actually looked up a scrumping. I didn't do that. Oh. Go ahead. Go on. Well, scrumping is just it's a British slang term for uh, stealing fruit. That's interesting. Yeah. So that's what this is about. It's an erotic uh, tale about stealing <coughs> fruit. Why did the um? Why did the English have a specific name just for stealing fruit? Is it a big problem for them? Like a crime wave of fruit stealing possibly going on? I don't on? know. It's just, it's, yeah, specifically stealing it from an orchard or a garden, but. Uh... So it's such a problem they actually made up a, their own word for it instead of just stealing fruit. Why scrumping? Does everything the British do, does it have to be adorable? Scrum- scrumping is so Okay, cute. I guess the origin of the word is uh, late 19th century from dialect scrump. <laughs> Which I guess means withered apple. <laughs> so, there you go. Well, all right. Thanks for that tidbit. Uh, some background on the author. Harry Newhouse is on a mission to make the world a happier... I got this from his blog. Okay. There's nothing out there on this guy. Yeah, he's uh, not exactly like a... A famous, well-known yeah, he, author. Yeah, he was an independent author. I mean, you yeah. picked this... What made you pick this book, by the uh, way? I don't remember. We, I was talking about scrumping with a group of friends for some reason, and then somebody <laughs> sent me a link to this book. I'm like, okay, yeah, this works. Happier, sexy, uh, sexier... Jeff. It was Jeff. Thank you, Jeff. Oh, Jeff. I never liked Jeff. Oh, you can hear the kids walking around upstairs. Yeah. Uh, and Wait, why don't you like Jeff? Place. What? I like Jeff. He's a sweetheart. Why don't you like Jeff? It's his You humorous? can't just drop a, a comment like that well, and just it's, move on. He's so cocky. Is he? He walks in the room like he owns it. I don't mm. like that about him. Uh, sexier, more open place. His first step towards this goal was to publish a book all his own. Some might consider shameful. Secrets, insecurities, and dating blunders. So, dot, 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 this is awkward, tells the story of how he moved to New York, got into online dating, and discovered a brave new world of kink. Uh, Harry has many future projects on the go, including more books and other kinkier endeavors. So, if you're feeling brave, go check out his blog and see what he's up to now! Exclamation point. Yeah. Uh, he also invented a uh, card game called Spanked. Uh-huh. Spanked! Exclamation point. I learned about that on his Twitter feed, which, if oh. you're one of his 115 followers, you would already know that. Oh, well, uh, sadly I'm not. I should uh-huh. probably go do that after yeah. this, and uh-huh. then you'll hear this episode and probably hate us. Uh... Is it an actual... So what I read on his blog is he's planning on making it into like a, a crowdfunded thing. Has he done that? Is it an actual game now? Like, can you go buy it now? I, well, that was the impression I got, but I didn't look... I didn't dig that deep into it, so yeah. I don't know. All right, fine. It's a game of strategy and luck designed to stimulate players' erotic imaginations and spark discussion on the numerous sexual preferences that fall under the umbrella of BDSM. The idea behind the game is to help couples and uh, uh, intimate... Oh, intimate... That was weird. Friends <laughs> open that up about their weird. own sexual likes and dislikes in a fun and pressure-free way. Uh, well, that's all I got on the author. He's got a card game. Uh, I saw on his blog that he he's an illustrator, and he's not bad. Uh, he draws his own crap, uh, his covers of his books and stuff. And uh, 
And uh, for each card, I guess he illustrated each card. And again, he's not bad, but they're weirdly hilarious. It kind of looks like illustrations from like on a like the plane. Yeah, I was say, yeah, yeah. Oh, you see, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw, yeah, yeah. So it's kind of like the like the the emergency, like if the plane crashes, this is a flotation device kind of illustrations. Yep. Except there's people getting spanked yeah. and they're tied up and all this kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, one I saw it was yeah, two figures like that, just like black and white figures. With yeah. Outline like that, but then one had a really red ass for all the spankings. <laughs> yeah, that's right for the spankings. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yep, so, um, you know, who knows? Maybe it's a lot of fun, but uh, I don't know if you can buy it yet. Uh, I haven't heard anything about it. I just looked on his blog. Who who updates a blog anymore? Yeah, I don't know. You go to Facebook to do that shit. That's where you go do that shit. Um, Ben, do you want to give an outline or an overview of this story that we read? Uh, Oh, do you get a, a message from somebody that's not any of my business? That's an email. Oh. Sorry. All right. Should I put it on Do Not Disturb? Did that disturb you? <laughs> well, none of my business is not on uh, Do Not Disturb. Because right. that seems hateful and mean. Go on. Do you want to give an overview of the story? Yeah. Uh, yeah, get comfortable. This might take a long time. <laughs> All 20 pages? Yes. Because you really dive deep into yeah, the story and yeah. came with your own so concepts. the plot, uh, try, and, try and follow along here. Uh, we open on Laura. It's a beautiful... Fall day in September in Massachusetts. Heck yeah. Laura is, uh, she's on her bicycle. She's Mm. going for a bicycle ride through the country. Uh, She comes across an apple orchard by the side of the road. Uh, She decides to dismount her bicycle, (laughs) walk into the orchard to pick (laughs) some apples. Say it like that. Go on. Walk into the uh, orchard to pick some apples. They're not her ample, her apples though. She's she's scrumping, scrumping. perhaps. Yes, it yeah, it turns out she's oh. scrumping. You know, in England, that's a problem. Yeah. yeah. So uh, she keeps walking into the orchard, scrumping apples left and right, uh, and then uh, a man comes up behind her. Yeah. Uh, we we don't ever learn this man's name. He's just the apple man. That's all we know. <laughs> and the apple man says, uh, "Little girl, you're being naughty. You're scrumping my apples." a price to pay for this. You can either uh, tell you what. I got a deal for you. <laughs> you can stay here, you can take your punishment, and if you can take all the punishment, you can take the apples. <laughs> or you can, uh, you can go away now, admit you're being a bad little girl, but you don't get any apples. Mm-hmm. And she's like, uh, I'll take the punishment. Why, we don't know. Yeah. Well, Complete she wants the apple. They're good apple. Because she had plans to make a pie, okay? Yeah. Can't make apple pies without apples. As we and where are you going to get apples if you're not scrumping them from the orchard? She's also inclined towards the naughty, as we find out. And that's probably what was more exciting about the situation. Like, ooh, I want to take the punishment. Well, the apple man, he's a young man. He's a strapping lad. Mm-hmm. Uh, with a, as we would learn later, a considerable cock. <laughs> considerable cock. <laughs> yes. And she decides to take her punishment. The punishment consists of uh, some spanking. Spanking. Some whipping. Being tied up with the spanking and the whipping. Yep. With an apple in her mouth. Yep. The yeah, entire yeah. entire time. Yep. A yep. makeshift gag of an apple in her mouth. Yep. So she, she gets spanked and whipped, and then uh, she gets fingered. And he then she gets fucked. Her, and he finger bangs her well. Yes. That's the best part of that. Yeah. Yeah, he's very good at it. He is very good and thorough. He's always picking stems off of apples all the time. He knows how to get in there yeah. and be meticulous and be detailed about his fingertips. Yep. Yeah, God bless him. And then he uh, he enters her. <laughs> and while he's inside her, then his uh, thumb goes in her anus. That's true, it does. I and almost then forgot about that part. And finally, uh, his considerable cock goes in her butt. 
Uh, and then in the epilogue, she makes them a pie and they fuck some more, I think. Doesn't like pies. Well, okay. Is yeah. that the end of your review? Yeah, I That think was so. a long one. Yeah, I know. Um, so when she shows up, uh, she bikes there and they make a point about how she's wearing this flowing, beautiful polka dotted dress. And yeah. She's just an innocent, beautiful lady on a bike. It's not a very long dress, though, or a very oh, thick no, dress. Oh, it's, it's short. Oh, yeah. it shows a lot of fine. Uh, mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. And so uh, she gets there and um, he shows up. And, the uh, Apple Man. What's that? The Apple Man. The Apple Man shows up, and uh, as she's picking and stuff, because she's just putting it all in the basket of her of her of her bike, and uh, and boy, she can't wait to make a pie with this. And so then he shows up and goes, "Hey, what are you what are you doing?" And her response, because he says, "Those aren't yours," said a stern voice behind her, and she jumped, losing her grip on the basket and sending her loot rolling all over the grass. Hi, and that's with like a bunch of eyes. She said, turning her voice high-pitched and falling to disguise her guilt, <laughs> which I thought was adorable. Um, I was reading this with Jackie, and we were talking about how hilarious it is if this guy didn't own the land, he was just a creepy neighbor that just showed up and uh, was just kind of like, what are you doing? But then the actual Apple landowner's like, Stephen, get out of here. <laughs> I told you, stay off our land. He's like, well, she's stealing your apples. <laughs> That's not what happened, though. No, it's not what happened, no. but it would have been hilarious. Because, I mean, how do you trust that this one man showing up out of the orchard, uh, just emerging from behind the branches, is like, eh, what are you doing <laughs> here? I'm going to punish you. And you're like, well, you're the landowner. Anything you say goes. Seems weird. Um, says, uh, take the punishment you deserve. You can walk away with as many apples as you can carry. It's literally, you can leave and nothing happened, or I'm going to punish you. And you have no idea what I'm talking about. And then, he, but but uh, he does say you can you can stop at any time, but you don't get the apples. Yeah, you have that's to true. finish the punishment in order to receive all of the apples. Well, let's talk about the real world for a second. I mean, mind you, this person's writing—I want to give this author credit—is far better than the Fussy Littles book we read earlier. So, reading this, I wasn't angry or anything. I did see the absurdity of. Uh, it's almost like a porn clip when you're watching porn. There's almost yeah. no story. The That's, setup is yeah. like, my pizza's not acceptable. Well, what can I do to make that better for you? And it's like, anything I want. And then it just happens. That's how porn. So this is doing the same this, thing. Yeah, so I get the concept. I'm not saying it's yeah. horrible or anything. Uh, there's, you know, this is this is good for the people that want to read it. Um, but it's it's in the real world, you pull up with your bike. You decide you want to take some apples. What are the odds that the landowner is going to see you and call you out uh, are pretty slim because you're along the side of the road. You're just going to get there and get in your basket and take uh, off on your bike. But, uh, that's not what happened here, though. No, that's not what happened. But so in the, in the real world. She deeper and deeper into the orchard. If someone, well, that's kind of true. Being she did go in deeper there. in the orchard. But, inexplicably, just something drawing her deeper. But if a man emerges from the trees yeah. and says, you can either leave as if nothing happened and I won't respect you, which who cares? Or I'm going to punish you. In the real world, you're like, that's fucking creepy. I'm out of here. Yeah. But in here, she's like, he says, or you can skulk away like a little failed thief. He continued, and I hope the shame will keep you awake all night. Okay, she muttered. What was that? Laura's greeny blue eyes had finally held his gaze. Okay, fine, punish me, she said with defensive anger. So the real world stopped, and now it's just the porn clip I'm talking about. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Internally, she named him the Apple Man, (laughs) which... Uh, which the title that demanded reverence despite its absurdity. Um, after 
that was called out by the author, I could not stop seeing this person like an over-the-garden wall character, like a really tall, thin guy in a suit with a giant apple head with like a considerable cock. <laughs> Take it into your mouth. <laughs> Just so weird. Uh, he does tell her you can stop anytime, like you were saying earlier. Yeah. Uh, you can stop anytime, and that the safe word is stop. <laughs> yeah. Which is not creative. Uh, but also, also, how is she going to say the safe word if there's an apple crammed in her mouth? He immediately after saying that stuffs an apple in her mouth. Yeah. And so he's like, don't you take that out of your mouth or you're going to get punished even more or whatever. So she's doing this. And she's uh, in for the thrill, the sexual yeah. thrill, which is the whole point of this fantasy. So whatever. I'm not trying to judge that. Uh, but um, after he's uh, done her, uh, she's taken his considerable cock into her mouth after uh, she bit off the apple at one point, probably when he stuck the thumb in her butt. And then uh, and then he says, you thirsty? Because he's the apple man. Yeah. He doesn't have water. He has no. apple juice. He has a barrel of cider. <laughs> exactly. So he walks over with a glass of cider that he's drinking to refresh himself, which I don't know if you've ever been hot and, you know, done whatever and then drank any kind of fruit juice because yeah. you don't have like access to like a glass of water. It is not refreshing. It's not that refreshing. No, no. it makes you feel kind of worse. Yeah. So he's after like getting done like tying up this woman and spanking her and whipping her and doing all this stuff. He's like, oh boy, I could use, uh, certainly use a refresher with a cool g- glass of apple juice, apple cider or whatever. Um, then he goes, you want some? She goes, yeah. So he just pours it all over her head and then says, uh, oops, uh, looks like you're an apple slut now. <laughs> Yep, I, I highlighted that one, too. <laughs> also, uh, I another thing I pointed out is on her way there, I didn't grab this quote because I was racing through the book trying to make notes. Um, the chipmunk? On her way there, there was a chipmunk, and the, it, the chipmunk looked nervous watching her bike up to the apple orchard, almost as if it was like, have you ever watched Garth Marenghi's Dark Place? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. It's like a comedy show from uh, from England, and um, the I'm sorry, first just uh, she rang her bell as a nervous chipmunk watched her pass from the roadside. Yeah, that's it. The chipmunk plays a major role throughout the story. He's almost like the uh, I don't this know is the third character, kind of I mean, like the Christmas Ghost in the Christmas Carol. He's like, oh, look what they're doing now! What a shame. Um, the the chipmunk. Uh, it's kind of like the Garth Marenghi's Dark Place, where the 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 female doctor walks in and and says, "Ooh, a cat." And all of a sudden, like, this cat shows up, and she pets it, even though she's in a hospital. And then the cat goes, just leave! Like that. <laughs> That's kind of what the chipmunk's doing throughout the entire story. Because every time a major plot point happens, the chipmunk's there, looking nervous as she's biking up. Because, like, I've seen too much sexual activity here for me to eat my nuts comfortably. And then, um, then later on, um, I don't know if this is when he's walking her through to go give her her punishment back in the cider barn. But uh, the chipmunk looked up from where it had been gnawing another fallen soul. Uh, the scene was almost peaceful except for the muffled sounds coming from the old wooden barn sunk amongst the golden foliage. <laughs> so he's sitting there eating whatever, and uh, there's muffled screams of this woman coming from the, from the barn. And the chipmunk is not pleased. He's got a heavy heart. Uh, later on, after the, uh, I think after all the sex happened, the chipmunk looked up from his feast again when Laura's final roaring groan echoed through the orchard as she came with all the breath left in her lungs. Uh, so that's kind of a running theme. Kind of weird. And then in the end, um, she, my last quote is just that, uh, she's like, didn't I tell you I don't like apple pie? Because she comes back again. Yeah. He releases her. Yeah, and, this, is, this is the epilogue a week or two later. Yeah. She comes back with the pie. And he says, I don't like pie. And she goes, you're going to eat it. And he goes, I don't want it. She goes, then I guess I'm going to have to eat it myself. He goes, well, I'm going to have to punish you if you eat that pie in front of me. 
I don't know. The story was average. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, yeah. It was what it was. It was the, um, it was kind of like a, a, a different version of the Tingleverse, I think. Like, I imagine other stories, there's a chipmunk playing in almost every single one of these <laughs> stories. <laughs> I mean, and this story was less offensive than some other things we've read lately, so that was nice. Oh, yeah, exactly. So uh, it was refreshing to read some kind of erotica that was uh, not the most erotic thing I've ever read in the entire world, but uh, but also because um, it was just so Apple-focused. You can't let yourself drift into the eroticism of the moment when suddenly there's like, you thirsty. I know. And the word <laughs> apple came up several times. I know. <laughs> kind of ruins the moment. Yeah. It's like, who wants to have sex with someone that's got such a strong theme? Like, what if you were heavy metal Ben and anyone that ever had sex with you is like, hold on, I want to put on some Metallica real quick. <laughs> <laughs> But anyways, uh, well, Ben, got anything else you want to add? Uh, no, I don't think that. I mean, this is literally 20 pages long, so there's not Yeah, not I just added a bunch else. of quotes. We, we, we talked about the Apple Man, talked mm. about his considerable cock, we talked about the chipmunk, I don't know, there's, there's not, <laughs> the chipmunk. not much of ground to cover here. I love that chipmunk's just sort of like this world-weary yeah. little creature. I've seen this before. <laughs> well, what sucked about this, Ben? Um, I don't know. I don't want to say anything like sucked particularly. It was just like it was. There's not much to it. It's 20 pages long. I don't know. What do you want? It, it was. Yeah. It was fine. For it what was it a is. entertaining read. Yeah. It wasn't the worst thing. Um, I think what sucked is probably. Yeah, nothing really sucked. I mean, it was what it was. It gave you what you were looking for. Uh, it's got a hilarious cover to the book. It's got a weird <laughs> premise. You know it's kind of partially funny, part erotica. So, like, okay, I get it. I got what I expected. Uh, what sucked is, I guess, like, the technicalities of here's your safe word and there's no way you're yeah, going to be able like, to say it. Maybe that's the only part that sucked. <laughs> there's an attempt at consent in the story, but I don't know if, yeah, it's... Yeah, but, I mean, she chose not to consent. There was never a time she's like, I tried to say stop, but the apple was in my mouth yeah. and I couldn't get it out. Uh, what's good? The chipmunk for me. What about you? <laughs> yeah, the chipmunk and just uh, the word apple <laughs> yeah. Uh What the hell for me is you apple saucy slut. <laughs> That's probably what the hell for me. <laughs> As, uh, why did this guy have a, why did the apple man have a sex whip in his barn? You know, that's a good point, because it shows that he has a history of bringing women in, yeah. and they've all agreed to be punished this way. He just preys on scrumpers. <laughs> there was, like, this, I don't know, like, barely touch on it, but this almost supernatural element where, is this Apple Man some sort of mysterious figure who's luring scrumpers deeper into the orchard? Oh. Because she, she made Laura, in her internal dialogue, was saying something about, like, she kept walking deeper. Like, there's perfectly good apples to scrump right by the roadside, but she could, she could find herself drawn deeper oh, into the orchard. So, I don't know. Like, Pan? Sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he was luring in with his apple song. <laughs> oh! It's like, better apples song, more yeah. towards the center of the grove. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I think it's... It's it's sort of like you have to make... I mean, again, I'm nitpicking something that is what it is. Like, yeah, I, I am a silly story that involves sex, and I gave you what you wanted. There's sorry, nothing I'll, to complain I'll, about here. I'll give the quote of what I was just talking about, though. Go ahead. Laura wasn't quite sure what impulse drove her deeper and deeper into that old orchard. <laughs> there were apples everywhere, all in easy reach. And yet, something pushed her on. An indistinct thrill making her heart beat faster. 
So yeah, <laughs> does the Apple Man have some sort of I like to think mystique that the, about him? The Apple Man is somebody who uh, just like like maybe he exists in 1760 or something. Like <laughs> there's like this weird time overlap, like this weird kind of dimensional layer that overlaps where it's like he exists in this apple grove and and women are drawn to it. Yeah. And then he's there with his beautiful pirate blouse smelling of apples. You need to be punished. <laughs> Just whips the hell out of him. I know. And uh, so, yeah, um, the book is what it is. Uh, it's not, you're not supposed to look at it in a real world sense. So you just take it for what it is. Like yeah. she, she has been drawn into the excitement of a sexual allure of being punished. Uh, lucky for him that he didn't meet a woman who's like, I do not like BDSM at all. No, I will not get whipped by you. And so he must have a history of this. That's why he's got the whip there. The chains are already ready. The weird barrel that he put her on with the the, the restraints and everything. Uh, It's just every woman he ever meets going in there to scrump. Yeah. Uh, They love to fuck with them. Yeah, scrumpers like fucking. Scrumpers like fucking because they love taking risks. Yeah. That's why they're there picking those apples to begin with. Yeah. Would you recommend it? No, I don't know. Why? If someone's like, I, I want to read a funny erotica, I'd be like, yeah, yeah, this one's funny. Yeah, this one's, they'll only take you 20 minutes. They'll only take you 20 minutes. Yeah. yeah it doesn't uh, yeah, get in your does. way. Yeah. Nah. Well, let's move on to uh, our uh, next thing. Well, I think uh, now would be a good time to show a little appreciation for our sponsors. Uh, Glassdoor.com. If uh, you're looking for the job that fits your life, head over to Glassdoor.com. It's not Glassdoor. That's a whole different website for people that hate the companies they work for. Oh, like Cambria? I left them a scathing review. You said it by name. Do you really want to keep that in? (laughs) Oh, no. I wouldn't want to violate my non-disparagement clause that I signed when I started working at Cambria. (laughs) Okay, we're keeping it in. Actually... People don't complain about working for DoorGlass.com, which is D-O-R-G-L-A-S-S.com. That's DoorGlass Incorporated. Ben, they're dedicated to fabricating and professionally installing the highest quality glass products. I've never even heard of this place. Are they very discreet? Well, that's the thing. Their inventory combined with their years of experience makes them the premier source for installation and repair of glass products like windows and sliding glass doors. Ben, they approach every project with the same goals. Professionalism, for one. Two integrity and yes that apple barn needs a sliding glass door winter's coming and how are you going to get those scrumpers in without having to like make them take their shoes off and then the door gets kind of stuck because it's like a weird barn door in the winter time no you want to get a beautiful sliding glass door that's an all-weather uh double paned kind of thing uh and the thing is they go to your barn and they see the whip hanging they see the barrel with all the chains and they will not talk about it They will not make you feel embarrassed about it. They are discreet. What they do? Commercial storefronts. That's why Caribou Coffee and Einstein Bagels and Shakopee chose them, presumably. Wow. Look at you, dude. It turns out you are very familiar with Doorglass Incorporated, doorglass.com. Well, I just know that Caribou Coffee and Einstein Bagels and Shakopee are probably hiding something, so they need the discretion (laughs) that Doorglass provides. (laughs) All these people are like, they're like, are you picking my coffee beans? Yeah, you've been stealing our coffee beans. Why don't you come in here? And they need a perfectly good sliding glass door, one that's soundproofed from all the screaming from the coffee whips against your back and fingering you. 
They do commercial storefronts, automatic entrances, windows, patio doors, mirrors, shower doors, installation repair, and they also design and build almost anything you ask. You say, I want a giant glass door in the shape of an apple for the side of my barn. They'll be like, that's a tough one, but I think we can pull it off. And they will figure it out for you. You can draw it on a piece of paper, and they'll just, like, they'll do the dimensions for you. Their clients, Caribou Coffee and Einstein Bagels, uh, Unified. In Shakopee, Minnesota. There you go, in Shakopee. Pottery Barn, Williams-Sonoma, Sherman Williams, uh, Portillo's. Ben, you said you were familiar with Portillo's. What is it? Wait, did I thought you seemed like you were familiar when I brought it up earlier. You're like, oh, yes, yes, Portillo's. I thought I was familiar with the other thing. Oh, the salt cave. Well, yeah, Portillo's, I think, is like a weird sub-sandwichy thing. Who oh, gives okay. a crap? Uh, the salt cave. Ben, talk about the salt cave. They have salt cave yoga, Ben, where you sit in a room full of salt crystals and do yoga. I thought it was yoga. like board games shit for some reason. <laughs> I don't know why you thought that. <laughs> Turns out the salt cave yoga, which is huh. at 4811 Nicolette Avenue South, Minneapolis, Minnesota. Uh, they have it from Saturday, November 20th. At 10 o'clock a.m., CST, and three more, um, 67 people are interested in that post. Hmm. So there's a lot of people doing yoga in a room with salt crystals glued to it. What? It's the most unappealing name for a weird New Age crap place. They have a picture here of a bunch of chairs facing a wall with salt squares, and there's red lights behind them, so everything looks red and weird, as if you're sitting there getting the radiation from the salt on your skin as you sit in these chairs. <laughs> this is the weirdest goddamn thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah, it's the salt room. Uh, for some reason, I got confused with Tower Games, which is further up the uh, same street in South Minneapolis. Well, you don't know Minneapolis as well as you always keep saying you do. I'm not paying attention when I'm driving through, I guess. No, you're not. Salt rocks with lights inside them, as if they're ethereal. Weird squares of salt. People meditating. Oh, they're sitting on salt as they meditate and do yoga. Yep, so that's door glass for you. No, I'm still stuck on salt, uh, the salt cave. Uh, why would you... What does being around salt do for you? Except dry you out and make you want to drink a lot more water. I well... Know. I've been uh, bathing with Epsom salts lately. Have you? That yeah. just makes you sweat a oh, lot. I should have talked about that. Oh, is that part of your thing? What's that all about? Uh, Why are you bathing with Epsom salts all the time? You're going to give yourself cancer. Well, I went and got a massage last week. Oh, you did? And the massage lady told me, hey, you should, uh, when you get home, you should take an Epsom salt bath. I'm like, okay, where do yeah. I get Epsom salt? Yeah, it stings the urethra on your on your phallus. Go on. Well, it turns out it doesn't. It's quite <laughs> soothing. So, you know. Doesn't it make you sweat like crazy? I've always heard that. I've never done it. But people are like, oh, yeah, you sweat. You sweat like crazy. I'm like, really? Are you thinking of a sauna? No. Epsom salt bath. I don't know. I don't know. You were fine. There was no sweating. Yeah, I mean, I was wet, but that was from the bath water. What makes it so soothing? How would you even know if you're sweating? You're, like, in a bath. I know. I figured you'd just get real hot. I don't know. I, it's, the person that told me was probably an idiot. Uh, <laughs> she wound up being a Nazi later. This yeah. is during the Trump era. Uh, so she really went all in on the whole white supremacy thing. We stopped talking. But yeah. I remember before we stopped talking, oh, you should take an Epsom salt bath. I'm like, whatever, Nazi. No. I'm not doing anything you say. But you did. So that's yeah. cool. Um... What makes it soothing? Does it feel like children's fingers? Anyway, if you are a Nazi, you can head over to doorglass.com for all your custom window needs. Because they're discreet. Yeah, they're discreet. (laughs) They won't ask any questions. Well, besides Portillo's in the Salt Cave, uh, one of their clients is Applebee's. (laughs) 
Which is the appliest of the oh, that's a good point. fast no casual restaurants yeah. is doing this. Yeah. Oh, because they want to get in it. I'm yeah. sure the first thing they do is like, oh, we're going to go work in Applebee's. They all get hot and bothered. Little boners yeah. walking in there. It's like, so you got anything you want to hide? And they're like, no, nah, we just serve food to people. Like, damn it. Wrong kind of apple-based place. <laughs> What makes Epsom salt so soothing? Does it feel like people are touching your genitals? I don't in the know. Water? I feel like just the bath is soothing. I don't know what the salt specifically do. Then just take a bath. How is this? I'm just doing what I was told. I hate taking a bath because then I want to fall asleep and then the water gets cold and I get chilly and I'm kind of drowsing off and then all of a sudden I feel like I'm going to drown. <laughs> yeah, that didn't happen to me. It was quite relaxing. I well, thought, your baths so. only last 10 minutes. I, well, no, it lasted almost an hour. I was surprised how long I was in there. But you got to refresh that water, heat it up a little bit. Yeah, no, you know I was getting scalding hot to begin with. Ooh, you're gonna burn your little nuts. I almost burn myself getting in, but then yeah. it's perfect when I get out, which is maybe not the best way to do it. When I was a kid, we didn't have a shower uh, growing up, so we just you could only take baths all the time, yeah. which sucks. We had one bathroom, so if someone had to take a shit, they'd be like, "Close the close the shower the curtain. curtain thing or yeah. whatever," and then you have to sit there and you could hear them. <laughs> It's too bad instead of a shower curtain, you didn't have a frosted glass door from door glass. Because <laughs> they're discreet. Yeah. They understand the need for privacy in a one-bathroom home. Yeah. But uh, my mom used to heat up that bathtub like, it's time for a bath, get in there. And she did not pay attention to what the temperature was. She didn't run her fingers through it or anything. And every time I get in the bathtub, I am not exaggerating, I put my feet in and my feet were stinging from the heat. And then I would have to put my hand over my ball sacks and then slowly lower myself in and just sit there and hover for like a minute before I slowly released my hand from my privates because I had to get used to the temperature. It was that hot. Did you do that to yourself, Ben, as a grown man? Anyway, that's D-O-R-G-L-A-S-S <laughs> dot com, Dorglass. Well, let's move on to our next segment. That was a good, like, eight-minute spot for Dorglass. I know. <laughs> Well, that's the fun of it, because yeah. they're not a real... Uh, they uh, don't know we exist, but I we're just going to promote them. We can say whatever the hell I we want. <laughs> Ben's Corner. Ah. Ben, do you got anything you want to read? A little uh, selected segment for this? Uh, well, you already read quite a bit of it. I don't know if I should find something else. I was going to talk about the end with the squirrel. Go ahead. I just read little tiny quotes. I didn't read, like, entire paragraphs. Okay. Uh, there's no dialogue in here. Hold so on. This, this is all narrative. Uh, kid just flushed the toilet. You Tell your kids water. to stop using the goddamn toilet all the time. You know, I wish I had like a glass sliding door to the entrance of the bathroom. <laughs> yes. So I could just slide it open and be like, I'm recording a podcast. Stop flushing the toilet. And then slide the door closed again. Go on, Ben. As that cock worked backwards and forwards in the tight corridor of her ass, Laura felt as if the apple man was somehow fucking her very soul. Mm. With all dignity and pretense abandoned, her ass seemed the only core that was left of her, some deep and well-hidden chakra, the Alamo of her being. <laughs> and the Apple Man had <laughs> fucked his way inside until no resistance <laughs> remained. The Alamo of her being. Out in the orchard, the sunlight was turning to gold, and the leaves and apples were lit even more vivid hues. A mild breeze swayed the branches, and there was a singular thud as yet another ripe fruit broke free and surrendered to gravity's irresistible pull. <laughs> a chipmunk looked up from where it had been gnawing into another fallen soul. The scene was almost peaceful, except for the muffled sounds coming from the old wooden barn sunk amongst the golden foliage. Such hopeless noises escaped there, the repetitive moans of some trapped animal, but so loud and full of energy. 
The sounds of bold, unstoppable life shouting down death with every muscle and sinew that was theirs. <laughs> the chipmunk looked up from its feast again when Laura's final roaring groan echoed through the orchard as she came with all the breath left in her lungs. <laughs> I love that the chipmunk gets some context. He's just trying to live a normal woodland life. Yeah. And uh, and this guy in a pirate's blouse, the apple man... <laughs> Is fucking another woman and the chipmunk with a heavy head just continues eating his old apple that he found on the ground. Poor little guy. <laughs> oh, the horrors you've seen. But with that, uh, Ben, you got anything else you want to say about this book? Probably not. No, not really. Yeah, me neither. All right. It's fine. It was, it was what it was. Yeah. Uh, what are we going to do next? Well, I guess we're probably going to meet up with Ladies Fright again to finish off the rest of Fussy Littles, the most terrifying book I've ever read in my entire life. Yep. Can't wait to finish that. Yeah. I love how in that episode you were sort of trying to defend, like, well, let's not make fun of anyone's kinks. Like, you know, the stories we've read aren't the worst. Uh, it's just a guy with a kink, and he's just writing it for an audience that has the same kink. You're being a nice man. Then I'm yeah. like, wait till I finish my story. Yeah, your story was bad. And then that made everything horrible. Yeah. I'm hoping the rest is fine, because I can't go through that again. Well, God. The stay icky. tuned to find out. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Well, with that, thanks for listening, and uh, we'll see you uh, maybe next week. Bye, boys. Bye, boys. If you liked what you heard on this episode of the Book Boys, how about you check out the website? Go over to nuzzlehouse.com. There you can see all of the previous episodes of the Book Boys, as well as Glenn's other project, Leaves of Glenn. Also there, there's a link to our affiliate shop at bookshop.org. It's bookshop.org slash shop slash nuzzlehouse. Bookshop.org is on a mission to financially support independent booksellers. Also, find us and follow us on social media. We're on Twitter and Insta. Now, careful, this one's a little backwards. We're there at House Nuzzle. Not Nuzzle House. That's House Nuzzle on Twitter and Instagram. Go ahead and slide into our DMs if you have any praise or suggestions or complaints. We'll take anything. Please just pay attention to us and interact with us. Thank you for listening.